0: Are proud to present a glittering new season celebrating the barbaric ballet that we call Rugby League. You must feel pretty confident with that uh, additional bulk he's put on. Ah! Ah! Oh! Now watch the defence, it'll be fairly uh, violent I would imagine. And now the Gladiators... as nasty as we've seen for a long time. A little bit out of character, he's a very clean player. Manly slumped to eighth on the ladder. Uh, and, uh, it's just rubbing salt into the worm. You can see the head there. Oh, very nasty. The ground, love it. They've all taken the angry pill. No! Smashes him to ground. The one-handed pass back inside. The deli. Slanging match. He's only five metres from the line, and he's hurt on the bird. He runs into a wall. Certainly got some forearm in it for some damage done to him with a boot of me. But my heavens, he's really bleeding. He's come out of it very much the worse for wear, bleeding like a stuck pig out there. And the crowd's starting to go wild. Shows it. Goes outside. Steps. Steps again. Steps again. It's a sad, sad commentary on the mentality of some of the idiots that follow Australian sport. Now, please welcome your muscle-bound maestro, Stephen Ferris and Chris Gale, as they
1: Good morning, Chris. Every week we have to live down that title, the idiots of. Follow and love rugby league or sport in general.
2: How are you feeling? I feel like one of the idiots, Stephen.
1: Well, you had a gritty win. We did. I, I had a gritty
2: loss. So you, the West Tigers, had a gritty win. One, one point is a one-game win a streak. That's what I'm.
1: Well, yes, officially Benji Marshall is Mister 100. percent Well, not,
2: not not exactly. It's not official. That's officially a Tim Sheen's victory. Ah, and Benji's still in the books, assistant Tim coach. Sheen. Ah, <laughs> but we like to think he's got one over uh, at one stage his former mentor or his former mentor Wayne Bennett. I think. Okay.
1: Now, in the tradition of having great journalists on the uh, far. Up podcast this year. We've really outdone ourselves, haven't we? We've got the very best. Andrew Webster, good morning to you.
3: Good morning. Thank you for having me. It's been a year since I've been on this show.
1: Yeah, uh, and you have been holding our hand over the years, haven't you? Sorry,
3: I've been holding your hand. <laughs> yes, isn't it? <laughs> in what way? Well, w- when we needed a little bit of... <laughs> I've
1: crit- been firing up, if that's yeah, what you up, mean. Yeah, yeah. So
3: when we need a bit of credibility, we go to Andrew oh, Webster. Oh, of course. <laughs> so I always slip a little reference in there. So that <laughs> that fire- <laughs> The world can't get enough fire-up but references. Exactly, in <laughs> exactly. Now, journalist
1: is an understatement. Uh, you have written many, many books. we've discussed a few of them over the years, including Mark Gasnier. But uh, you've got a brand new one. Let's get to that in a minute because I think that Chris wants to talk about your STG book.
2: Yeah, so if these walls could talk. Now, uh, there are two elements. One is to purchase the book and the other is to read it. The one that's most important (laughs) to you I've done. I've bought it. Thank you. Why don't you buy some more? Summer reading. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That That was your most recent time, wasn't it? It was.
3: Was it? Yeah, it was. It was. God, yeah, that was a while. That was a year ago, I think, that right. came out. And it's,
1: it, and it's broken down into no, what, it be, is it eight it it moments be... or ten moments? Ten. Ten moments. Ten
3: moments. Yes. Um, look, I decided to write that book when I was uh, about a bottle of wine and a half into uh, a function where Steve War yes. and... I didn't drink the whole bottle and half a wine. No, at that point, point. <laughs> and Sachin Tendulkar were uh, were speaking on stage, and I like texted the media guy at the SCG and said, "Listen, why don't I do a book on the ten great moments? Because Seaboard yeah. was reliving his, yep. you know, his last." I'm assuming century. this was
1: at the SCG. Yes, it was yeah. at, at the SCG. Okay. It was the
3: Bradman dinner or something yes. like that. And this is a while ago, um, uh, and that's where I got the idea for the book. Right. So, and it was honestly one of the biggest. Pain in the asses to write because it's like so many different elements to it and so many different sports, and uh, trying to get Plugger on the phone and trying to get Steve War on the phone and people to remember. Which codes did you cover? Obviously, all of them cricket league, cricket league, AFL, AFL. Um, Football, the soccer. Yes. yes. Routes, what about bars, what about shot,
1: lockdown shot. Mardi Gras?
3: No, I didn't get that in there. Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> no, that and, was that and, wasn't one of the big ten moments. And I'm assuming <laughs> the plugger moment was when when they got <laughs> for some
2: of us when the the plugger moment when when they got the pig on the SCG the pig, right that got a start a pig. Uh, uh, I, got... I know the guy who did it. Did what? Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Yes. Was it a greased pig? Uh, he was a, a Swans player, but not currently in the squad at the time. Did he yeah. tell
3: you how he got it into the ground?
2: Yeah, yeah, in a sports bag or something like that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Pass the Security, Morning Dez. We recommend the book. Is that in the book? <laughs> but Plugger wasn't playing. No. No, no. so the Plugger watch, was watching
3: it at home and was so filthy. I was like, oh, I, I, I hate that club. I hate the Swans with the Passion. Came here and turned into a... Club legend. Wow. When he, when a, Funny what money does. When this yeah. mate of mine was going <laughs> through security,
2: <laughs> and the squeaking sound, he just said indigestion, and the security said, "Just keep going." Yeah. Right. Okay.
3: <laughs> that's great. Uh, uh, I've, oh, I got so the... Now I need. Now I feel like that's now my OCD will not handle that because I should have spoken to your mate.
2: Well, yeah. It, and now I'm going to. You can. can you? You can write. In a, 2024 edition can't you i think we need to sell this last
3: one first okay yeah so if someone's going out and buy the other ten thousand copies that didn't sell i went know. to a function
1: uh in whatever that dinner room the main dinner room in the scg members stand uh, mm. courtesy of stu mcgill playing records as a dj and it was celebrating uh well nothing much more than cricket really with the three i think three or four nights so they had sir vivian richards Sir richard hadley uh sir ian botham who have i missed an australian
2: well, you're talking about the greatest five of all time. So
1: Jack Hobbs, who wouldn't have been there? No, he wasn't there, no. no. Uh, and he took me around the room and said, you see that the second shield up there is J.J. Ferris, which is my great-great-great-grandfather. Right. Who played for Australia and for England in the same team as Peter Garrett's
3: great-great-great-father, if oh, I've got my facts course. right. of yeah. course. And well, for well, That is Africa. actually a chapter in the book, Is is... Way way waybade. Yeah. I interviewed Garrett
2: Garrett Ford. Right.
3: There you go. There you go. I was at the Stranglers
2: that night at the Roundhouse, so (laughs) I (laughs) I kind of missed out, yeah. You've
3: written on Jack Gibson. I have. Ray Warren. Yes. And you... (laughs) That's why I always love listening to the intro to this show, because some of the great Rabs moments. Rabs moments, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Rabs, did he contribute? It was, yeah, it was, it was in his voice. Right, in his voice. Unfortunately, I had Vo- Rabs' voice in my head for the next three months. Yeah, how to fun was that? Oh, not, not great <laughs> no. at all. Not great at all. My mother said, can you please not call me yeah. until you get this book done because I'm sick of you talking to me in Rabs' voice. Did you
1: confer with Billy Birmingham? <laughs>
2: I did talk to Billy. <laughs> in
3: voices? Well, he, he,
2: did, he did the launch in, in Ray's lesser-known brother or something. Is that right? Uh,
3: he, he did one launch, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Because yeah. yeah. we had him on... And we said, oh, it would be great if you could read some excerpts for, like, you know, the statue and Junie and all that sort of thing. And, of course, he'd done these pre-records already, which were just unbelievable. And it's uncanny how much he sounds like him. It's amazing.
1: Uh, Mark Gasnew. Gaz.
3: The yeah, cook Gaz. Gaz, yeah. That was the name of it. I did want to call it fire up, but they, <laughs> the publisher was yeah, they weren't they weren't big on that one. We're in I, talks. I, I think he's lightened like- oh, good. Oh, good. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, I think he's lightened up over the years.
3: He has, yeah. yeah when I wrote that book about twelve years ago. It's a little bit raw. Right. <laughs> Funny that. Uh, and then of course Peter Norman. I wrote the Peter Norman book. For wow. those who
1: don't know, uh, 1968 Mexico Olympics, when they took a stand for black rights,
3: correct? Yeah, with uh, Tommy Smith and John Carlos. Yes. Who uh, did the
1: famous fist
2: with the gloves yes, in the air. and he was. He, um, was. he, he said, I'll but stand Peter, with you. Yeah.
3: But Peter Norman had passed away by the time I did that book, so uh, uh, um, he led a very interesting uh, life. There, there's
2: been a bit of a reconciliation with his family in more recent times because he was pretty much ostracised after... Sixty-eight. He wore the badge. Isn't that terrible? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not one of our proud moments in our no, history. No, no, not at all.
1: And yeah, not, not really terribly well heralded, was it? Was very much not spoken about in any. No, sort. he
3: just. No one really celebrated it at all when he came back. And I think people forget he held the two hundred meter record for yeah. decades. Do you follow athletics? A little bit. Um, when I'm, Rowan Browning recently. When I'm, when, I'm, when I'm at the Olympics, I'm Googling frantically walking
2: into the stadium about it. And, <laughs> right.
3: So I'm right into it then. Right into it then, okay. Yeah. It's
2: on in Budapest at the moment. But
1: yeah. Is Rowan Browning officially the fastest man ever on Australian soil as an Australian? I think he broke the, the tensor.
3: Don't ask a league hacker. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's <laughs> the Australian it record says, holder. It says
3: chief sports writer. I think. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> thank
2: you okay, good. Straight Andy, reckon. Hold that. That. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't cracked 10 seconds yet, and he made the semifinals again <laughs> yesterday.
3: I've been wrapped up in South bullshit this morning. Oh, well.
1: <laughs> and then, of course, uh, Wayne Bennett, um, who, of course, doesn't speak to you. You've written this as an uh,
3: unauthorised book on Wayne, and but, it is called The Wolf You Feed. He has spoke. He Look, so it's an unauthorised just... book, and the first person I called... About it, so he heard from it, he didn't hear along the grapevine because I don't know if you're aware or not, but people talk in rugby league, that seems Mm. quite quite gossipy. (laughs) Um, So I mentioned it, I called him, I called him on a Friday afternoon, went straight to voicemail and said, Wayne, Andrew Webster, sitting on here, can you give me a call back? And he actually called me back about 10 o'clock that night, and Mm. I probably was, I was actually at the clock. Right. Ah, yeah. yeah, and, and I'd had a couple of beers, and I was like, mm, or, a couple, <laughs> rounded up to. Should I take this call? So up to twelve, yeah. and I, <laughs> went, I went, I went, probably not the time. So <laughs> I got up the next morning. I texted him. I said, look, Wayne, just got your your uh, message. Your message mm. free to talk when you want to when you're available. Within the, the second now, <laughs> so I told him I'm writing a book about. Him. He said, "Well, how can you write a book without someone's permission?" I said, "Look, mate, I don't. You don't need to." Um, I said, "But it's not going to. It's going to be fair and balanced. It's going to be raw and honest and reverential as well." Uh, yes, yeah. I'm not here to to, to shoot uh, to yeah. pull down statues. You know, no, no. Um, and he went really quiet. Bennett's got this tactic with journos on the phone where he just does a long pregnant pause. Right. And you've just got to hold on and hold on. Hold your steel. And sometimes you go, you're still there. But mostly he'll break it, <laughs> break the silence for you. And he said, "He said, well, look, if you're going to do it, I want it to be right. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you about whatever you want. I oh. just want the truth to be out there. So... Um, and for two years, the last two years, there has been this weird, strange yes. dance between me and Bennett, trying to me trying to work out whether he's trying to manipulate me or yeah. t- being raw and honest with me. So do you, you feel been...
1: like you are talking to his voice as well? No, not really. <laughs> not like Rabs.
3: That's more, no, actually that's more Anthony Griffin. Yeah, you watched the not, game, let's didn't not you? Go back that, that, that quote. That, you <laughs> watched. <laughs> you watched the game. Which one? Well, that journal that
1: journal I asked you. At that
3: moment, know. you can but, see by the look of the. Are you journey? talking about the one in Perth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, yeah. That, but I've got, I've got, I know exactly why that happened. Because of the dreadlocks. It's it's the dreadlocks. He's, we, we he? Does, he's an old copper. <laughs> I, I've talked to him about it. Excuse when, when he rebellion. was at, when he was at, <laughs> when he was at. Um, when he was at the first week at South, and he got there, and remember Angus Crichton had gone to the Roosters, yes. you know, in, in, before he got there, and Angus Crichton turned up to Roosters training with his big mo. Can I let us swear on this? Show, yeah, so? yeah, yeah. His big motherfucking um, mohawk. Mohawk. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Bennett walked in and said if, to all the South players, "If any of you turn up with that, yeah. you're off the team."
2: Right. Local so
3: barber. He, so he's a hairist. He's a hairist. He's, yeah. <laughs> we, we reached the same
2: conclusion. The, very judgy, wudgy with me. The hair. journal looked like he was out of Will Eat itself in the early nineties right. or something <laughs> like that. And uh, that was it. That was it for Wayne.
1: So the title of the book came from something that he wrote or something
2: you wrote?
3: No the the wolf the wolf you feed yeah. is the name of a native, sorry, American Indian. Um, uh, a, a story about like this old proverb, where the old Cherokee te- talks to his grandson about yes. you know the good person and the bad person within right. the good wolf and the bad wolf. Right. And he took and he says, and the grandson says, well, you know, which one are you? Which one are you? And he goes, you're the wolf that you feed. Right. And I found that was it. And Bennett's used that so many times right. to on all his teams over the years. In, uh, in pre-match speeches, he use, and now he uses it like almost every time he does a public speaking gig, he always rolls that one out. Right. right. So, as a, so
1: as a rule, can, he, I, can I read it about that if you feed the bad wolf, you will be a bad person eventually. Yes. Okay.
2: Right. Has anyone else attempted to write about Wayne? In- Only Wayne. Only Wayne? Wayne
3: yeah. Wayne's written three books. They've all sold ridiculously well. Yeah. Okay. Um. The last one was 2008, but they're always in his words, yeah. and they're all sort of like part motivational, part yep. autobiographical. Yep. And yep. I just wanted to to write a book where I spoke to, I don't know, guys. I don't know if you read the rugby league news cycle. It can get a little bit tedious. Yes. Basically. Yes, we do. So sometimes I'm reaching for something a little bit more. Yeah. A little bit more depth. So that's why I'll do a looking book. for that little special thing. Yes. Yeah. Well, you can actually go a little bit more than just a clickbait headline. Yes. So, yes. Um. And I just I was really keen to do another book. The last one I did before him was actually Cameron Smears.
2: Wow. Which I read and bought. Did you?
3: (laughs) Did you like him at the end of
2: it? (laughs) (laughs) The thing about Cameron... (laughs) We're huge fans of Cameron. (laughs) (laughs) To me, his life story is a little bit like uh, there was this uh, set of six and then I ran to the next set of six and all that sort of thing. (laughs) And when you got to the points of controversy, it was all toned down, explicable and nothing to see here. And it kind of is the personification. And I think one of my favourite Cameron Smith moments ever was when on Twitter on the 26th of December one year, he tweeted, Boxing Day, cricket starts today. How good? That's it? That's Cameron Smith. That's Cameron Smith. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: I. So as a consequence, like it sold, that book sold 71,000 copies. As opposed to Wayne's book, what would they sell? Uh, I'm not sure what. Bennett's Bennett's were off the chart. Right. Um, and a lot more people were buying books, you yeah. know probably 10, 10, 15 years ago. But um, when it came to uh, being uh, being the ghostwriter, you've got no, like I've got no final say in it. Right. You know, As
1: opposed to being the unauthorised voice. Exactly. Yes. Or,
3: or being the biographer. Yes. So yes. I said after the Cameron one, and read into this what you will, that I'd never do another ghostwritten one again. And that's why I wanted to do one where I was in complete yeah. control. So yeah. Wayne, 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 I interviewed Wayne for hours, like at his farm in Warwick, and... Um, mostly on the phone he just ring me up in the middle of nowhere and want to chat Mm. just shoot the breeze Mm. me and the super he's loving the fact that you're doing this but, but also I just he's smart enough to know that if he doesn't have a say or in the message or try to manipulate the message then it's yeah. not, going not going to come out as he wants yeah, yeah. So, so the, the, more, more, he, the more he
1: gives you the more you'll
3: use well the, no the, yes but then the more he gives me the more i've got to try and get to the bottom of stuff so right. that's why it took two years <laughs> two years 15 kilos <laughs> many and, and no it, sleep okay the book comes out what date september 12 is there a launch? No, they don't do launches anymore. Don't they? Really? really? No. Cheese no, no, no. and wine? No. We want to be there. No. 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 Well, we, we can do it anyway. We can yeah. do it anyway. <laughs> mm. I'm surprised okay. there's no cheese and wine here. Okay. In, so, in true rugby league fashion, <laughs> there'd be cheese and wine here. Right. Rugby league haircuts? <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. So, um, okay. Okay. Uh, the today's article in the
3: Herald was about a boxer. Yes. That's a great story. Thank you. And your and the numbers were incredible. Were they? Online numbers are incredible.
2: And that starts last night, correct? No,
3: it started at 6 this
2: morning. Oh, it only comes I, out...
3: I think it, can, some, it depends. Sometimes I come out at night, sometimes I come out 6 in the morning.
2: Oh, I read it at the cafe in Harris Street today, so it's, it's a there great piece. There yeah. In the
3: paper? Yeah.
2: So oh, well, on my iPad. He's it, very open. It, Luke Jackson, he's like... In the paper form.
3: Right, thank you. Like, but he's like, addiction. It was my primary about addiction. He's been up and down with addiction. struggles. His whole life. Another yeah. way goes, you know, the
1: repeat rinse cycle of training and boxing and then Abundance amount it, of cocaine. To so the next fight.
3: <laughs> wow, he's going to die early. Yeah, no, <laughs> this, no but he's he's, he's broken a, straight he's, now. He's, I know. Eight hundred and thirty-eight days, days clean. Yeah, um, and he he's got one last fight tomorrow night on the Nikita Zoo undercard. Okay, he's an interesting. Is it Nikita or
2: Tim? I think it's Tim no, it's, tomorrow, no, it's isn't Nikita. it? Not Nikita. It's
3: Nikita, yeah. is it? Yeah. 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 Right. Oh, it is Nikita. I'm very yeah, disappointed yeah. that Nikita uh, Zoo's you know, guys, are musical guys. Nikita Zoo is missing the opportunity for his ring. Elton song. John. Yeah, yep. Kitty, you'll never know. Yeah, did you see coming out bit of Fender Rhodes piano,
1: I love and that. You song. must have seen that great one where it, the curtains parted and then it was village people. YMCA, no, did I
3: you see that? No, it was incredible. They said, "Why'd you do it?" Because everyone thinks I'm quirky. I'm quirky. He is quirky. He is quirky. I think he said in his presser yesterday that hurting people was almost gave him "quote unquote" sexual pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> he's, sure. a, he's a quirky guy. You're doing it wrong, Nikita. We can, we can. Nikita you will never know. <laughs> I don't know. I reckon. <laughs> I
2: reckon I can steer him towards a couple of parties where he'd be quite well. <laughs> yeah. But um,
1: he, uh, you know, he said, "I like getting punched in the head." Hmm.
3: Does he? Yes, that's, that's what he said. Good. You know, I love it. You know, there's a guy who just says what he wants. So Unless that's he's that. a bit more. He's got a bit more than, than Tim, I reckon. Uh, boxing schools no in terms of like personality sort of pizzazz oh Yeah, 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 yeah he's
2: a little bit of a better interview Tim always looks slightly annoyed yeah, but Wait, that's everywhere. a great arc, that's those two right. brothers, isn't it? That?
1: that arc you know
3: they But I also like how Tim says, oh, you know, say my motherfucking name and I, yeah. I don't want to be known as, yeah, yeah. you know, Kostya's son. son yeah. Yet there's every story, he sort of talks about Kostya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, like, Brother, make it's done now. Mind. It's done. Okay, I'll get it broadcasting
1: to America. you got to say it one more time. Back to the Americans. Now it's done. Yes. And, about-
2: he's, and he's too variable with the number of teams he's prepared to adopt that's yeah, right whereas, that's right whereas mike always I've, i think i've brought up on this show before one of my great rugby league memories was at halftime at leichardt oval driving around on an open flatbed truck where costa zoo laurie nichols and harry triggerbath and a- no other undertaking could bring those three personalities together on this no. planet yeah right. can i ask a, a question about one of your current roles? Andrew, which is Inside the Ten. And one of the, uh, on the Sunday footy show, one of the inside, un-
3: the... inside the Ten light.
2: Yeah, That's right. Well, one of the unintended um, consequences of the NRLW doing brilliantly uh, is that the Sunday footy show has been uh, cut down to an hour. So you're getting five minutes if you're lucky, right?
3: Well, the, the same thing happened last year. Sometimes they just said, D- guys, no segment.
2: Right.
3: <laughs> just like, bumped. That is the easiest <laughs> money I've ever made great, in my life. Have they, have they brought in the definition know- journalist on that? Panel members, yeah, now? Look maybe <laughs> to talking head. I don't want these are dangerous podcasts. Yes, there we are. No, yeah. no, well, we're trying to
0: Very dangerous. We'll, we'll leave we, you down we, that we,
3: path. We've got a very narrow, narrow listener I do, base. I do like it. I do, I do, um, that it has changed over the years that, um, that panel. But when we were on, on Sunday, I said to young Chamus, Michael Chamus, my colleague afterwards, I said, Look, mate, I didn't mean to go you that hard. I was a little bit hungover, <laughs> maybe, from, Yes, yes. on a Sunday. And um, and it w- I needed to fire it up. Well, well and yeah. also you, you, were, up.
2: you were talking about the West Tigers and you were giving voice to everyone who's texting me this I week. I
3: know, I like to be the voice uh, of the fans. And
2: um, let me tell you, they're, they, they're very vociferous. I mean, Lee, Chairman Lee, has been um, very, very vocal. Oh, you think? Why don't we have a listen? Oh,
3: you're going to take
0: me home tonight. Oh. Inside that red fire light. oh, you let it all hang out. Fat bottom girls, you make the world go round. Tim wasn't the answer. Tim, Tim was uh,
1: was brought on as a transition coach for the purpose of elevating Benji into the head role. So Tim has fulfilled that expectation. But let me just say publicly, we, we could not be more grateful to Tim for what he's done for this
0: club. Uh, he saw us through a very difficult and challenging period to where we are now. Uh, We always had anointed Benji as a future long-term head coach of the West Tigers uh, and we
1: asked for uh, Tim's assistance in elevating Benji into that role, which he did. And he fulfilled it perfectly. This is simply what was to occur next year. It's happened a year earlier because we are ahead of that schedule that we had put into place. Uh, Chris, where are the West Tigers sitting again?
2: We're in 17th position, Stephen, but uh, we're every chance of passing St. George Illawarra if results go our way. <laughs> we'll see all about that. Now, now, obviously, he announced with some fanfare, and I wanted to play uh, Fat Bottom Girls because it's been um, removed. We, we, we just
1: don't have enough Queen, do we? On I know. And just the, can't get enough and, Queen. And, yeah. and the
2: news came overnight on a new uh, young person's audio platform. The version of Queen's Greatest Hits has had that song expunged, I'm afraid, um, which is very disappointing. But the last person I said we're ahead of schedule on a five-year plan was Mousy Tong. And now <laughs> we've, we've got Lee Hatchipatelis and uh, it's like nothing to see here. Yeah. But it's starting to creak a bit, Andrew, because uh, your great paper, The Herald, has just run an article that he's um, mooted the possibility of defamation proceedings against Westlife. Podcast,
3: podcast exactly that
2: he had a run in with last year as well and that disappoints me because we've had him on the show and I would have thought we'd be some chance of getting sued but nothing's happened but <laughs> well, what's, what's happening say, in man, Tiger man, Town well, man,
3: let's just say he has sent me the odd legal letter Lee had your tell oh, us in yeah, the last couple of years so, so he's not um Look, I'm not his favourite journal. That leads say. me to... Probably the- because I don't run any of his bullshit.
1: Right. That leads me to the question. You're in this unenviable position of wanting to expose things, wanting to talk about things, sh- uh, shed a light on things people don't want to talk about. You must be... Well, many people have, that you... Not cross, that's not the right word. Have had a go at you, whether they're uh, unknown trolls, whether they're power brokers or coaches or mm. other players or other journalists. Do you find you... Do you cop a lot of shit?
3: Oh, it's... I te- yeah, you do. But you got to... You know, when you're a columnist and a reporter, you got to... Thick skin. You gotta need a thick skin. But yeah. I have gotta say it's um yeah, I, I I manage what I read on social media for yeah. sure. And yeah. the worst thing is as a journo, like you get people just can directly email you. So I've yeah. had numerous conversations with our lawyers and with IT police involved at the time. Has it's it like, been and I I'm I'm actually don't get it as much as others, yes. um, other journals. but it's pretty; it gets pretty full yeah. on.
2: And I assume that input was just from your journalist colleagues, yeah, you know, that, it the exactly. general public, and right? Yeah,
3: And that's just from my sports editor. <laughs> Look, yeah, but pretty, people can be pretty pretty ordinary. You know, like, the other week there, right, I, I wrote about, oh, the Ashes. Jesus. <laughs> you know, I had, like, I said, instead of it being... Australia get to retain it because of the the um, yep. because of the draw, draw yeah. you know. So I said, why don't you just call it a drawn series? There's only been six of them in the history of Ashes cricket. Does it really matter if it just says drawn for that series? And I got the foulest email from some bloke, <laughs> yeah. like just out, out of control, homophobic the, sort of. Am bullshit. I missing the
1: point here? What's what's the problem with it?
3: Oh, because he didn't agree, Stephen. <laughs> he didn't agree. Wow. And so then, then, sort so of, he wrote me this yeah, massive, yeah. long email, yeah. and it's like, Jesus, mate, really? Are you that upset uh, about, oh, my God, the, they're not going to retain the ashes. It's going to be a draw. <laughs> Did you, during series.
1: the same-sex debate, you went front page, didn't you? I think you transcended the back page in sports. 30,
3: in 2013, I came out, yeah.
1: yeah. But, yeah. The, the, but as a spokesperson of sorts for some of the issues involved, you went forward... Uh, Yeah, front page level, correct?
3: Yeah, but the the whole the reason I did that column was there's a few reasons, but um, I got sick of all the all the bullshit and the Chinese whispers, and you know, and, and then there was. A couple of you know, there's one prominent broadcaster who threatened to out me, um, <laughs> God, uh, because he didn't like what I was writing or agree with. There was another person that was another rugby league person who, you know, was starting. There was just a lot of rumour and scuttlebutt, and I thought, yeah. you know what, Tuck fuck him. this, I'm gonna, yeah. I'll take control of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've Good. had to, you know, I've battled with it up until the age of 26 and here I am I'm still battling with it but I might as well take control of it just to just to to take the sting out of it we're
2: we're 10 years on and uh, Four Corners did a show last night called The Silence about the AFL's um, position or lack of performance in this area where no existing or um, retired player has come out and, I mean, poor old Ian Roberts. He must get tired. Poor Ian Roberts. He gets pretty damn was bored he, Was
3: he last night? He time? didn't get
2: referenced last night. He no, just stuck right. to the code. Yeah. It actually right. didn't it he said, actually didn't reference the other codes, though there was the footage of the of the sports all signing the Accord, right? And you go, gee, we've moved on because it was Demetrio and it was Gallup in football and Chairman Smith in rugby league. Oh David my, Smith, how oh long ago is that?
3: There you go.
2: <laughs> on, um, on Lee uh his quote that's really got everyone fired up is, I've never quit in my life until we see this through and enjoy premiership success, I'm not going anywhere, which is a little bit like the Chinese Communist Party, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And the uh, end the the, the, um, in the, Pias- the fa- sorry in the PASCO fiasco banner that got taken down at Combank. I saw that. It was but he apparently
3: there. Justin didn't well, ask for...
2: Well, I, I, I was actually chatting to Justin. I didn't mention Waheke Island or any of that. I was <laughs> just talking about uh, general matters. He didn't notice it, but you think all that angst and they, people want to say that our club is in crisis and already there are uh, forces marshalling, no pun intended, against Benji because he may not have the 24-7 energy to require to be a coach. I stand with my club. Any club that gives departing player like Luke Brooks a beef eater Big Bug barbecue
1: can't wheel, be all bad. Wheel, wheel, wheel it out in front of everybody. Full display. Beautiful piece of uh,
2: PR, wasn't it, Chris? It looks a bit like an alien when, when yeah, it's yeah. up close, but they engraved it. But yeah. then everyone wants to... you know This is the trouble, isn't it, in the modern media? Everyone can take an opposite side. Uh, Andrew, everyone's critical that you didn't get a gas bottle.
3: Oh, well, exactly. <laughs> got to pay for your I own I think desk. it's very appropriate. That, look, the West Tigers cooked his career. You now they give him something to cook, his snags with.
2: <laughs> Terry, Ball, Terry Ball, our social uh, media guy, uh, put up a meme with Luke addressed as Walter White and said, When I told the Tigers I like to cook, they didn't quite understand. I saw that. What, what I, I saw that. But, I,
3: te- I, I don't. Everyone goes to me, or people have said to me before, maybe the people involved, Justin Pascoe, Lee Hedgeman, tell us, Why do you want to sk- out of the club? I go, I don't want you going anywhere. You guys are great. <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And, Lee, and the more you appear with your, your fedora, felt fedora yeah, on yeah. a jaunty angle, yeah, just, yeah, the more I love it. Yeah, the Mickey's more, style style. Anyway, yeah. Dennis Anyway, collars up, the scarf. Up, yeah, but man the man of the people in the, in the Gucci uh, jackets are great. Does Dennis giving us a
2: song, Chris? Dennis is giving can't all, all West Tigers himself. fans a bit of hope.
0: Great. Here comes Coroya South. He strikes it, heading towards the path on the of the like career, the Tigers had a horrid year Their long-suffering fans ain't had a lot to cheer But don't worry Obviously it's been a hard year You got happy We've got to stick together and you know, that's what we're trying to do Brooks is gone, his cough's in trouble You need a new halfback on the double Don't worry you got happy. Don't worry, you got happy. Don't worry, you got happy. Dolphins lead. By one, three minutes to go. Short kick off tigers regain whistle blows, no worries. He's gonna take the two, Appy. He's already seen I'll take the two. Says Appy. Half a meter in from the western touchline. The long sideline penalty kick hits the crossbar, knocks off the pigeon poop and bounces over. No worries. Just hit supposed off board. the pigeon poop. He's Appy No worries, he's Appy Happy is now playing at halfback. A makeshift goal kicker. No worries. Boots it from the touchline. Off the crossbar. He's happy. To give the West Tigers the win, Louis. You couldn't have scripted that any better. So many coaches in the last ten years. No finals matches, but so many tears. But don't worry. At least you got happy. Tiger's front office always seems to fight. The man in the hat can't make it right. But don't worry, you got happy. Thank God you got happy. Don't worry, be happy.
3: Makeshift halfback, makeshift
0: goal kicker, you get the job done. You got Appy He can be seven or nine Ooh. Or coach or chairman Yeah mate, you know, whatever they need, by right? I'm here for them. Welcome back to
1: Fire Up, Chris Gale And special guest Andrew Webster, chief sports writer for the What used to be the Fairfax, now is the nine Newspapers Conglomerates, whatever Has the it City changed? Sydney Morning, Morning Herald Has it changed the culture?
3: Oh yeah, I'm feeling like I about uh, bagging my colleague My my my, my company. I can't catch you, can I? No, it's been
1: a great transition. Fantastic. Fun. And you nod at Peter Costello when you're walking through the corridor. I do, I do,
3: I do. <laughs> okay. he, he opens the door for me.
2: Fantastic. Him and Sneezeby. Just Sneezeby, yeah. And we, we brought this up before. That I mean, fact, is his real name. Roy, Roy and HG have turned that man into a celebrity, they haven't they? have, haven't they? Is, is he on board? Is he loving it? Or I don't you know. No one seems I mean, to I mean, be able to answer go. that. Never met them yeah. at all. Sure,
1: And if he has children, do they go, Dad, Dad, you're on again? You're on Roy and HG. Maybe he's just <laughs> an AI
2: creation. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, now, there is no real Sneezeby.
1: Everything's great uh, at nine. We've got that. Uh, happy now, nine. But happy nine. I was going to say, there's trouble in Paradise, but specifically trouble in Maroubra, specifically trouble at Heffron Park, right, this week. And it's a, it's a great story. First of all, we saw you know the one and only Trell Mitchell or Trell Mitt or what did you call him, Trellbo?
2: Well, yeah, there was uh, in the press that it was the Trellbo that got him in trouble against uh, Tyson Frizzell on the weekend. A
1: couple of big things. People do love seeing you know rugby league players layer it up you know, on stage with an international celebrity drinking beer on stage in front of everybody when they're supposed to be playing footy that week. Probably not, not the
3: best idea. Not, no, not the best idea.
1: So he did a shotgun. I've never done a shotgun. Do you know what that is, Chris?
2: Yeah, it's just when you, you know, skull the beer and it's triggered and it just goes, it's like a big rush of beer down your gullet. Right. And he did it on stage. With Luke Combs. Mid-song. And Tai Tuvasa, UFC
1: superstar. Right, right. Uh, in the presence of many rugby league players like Ben Hunter, you get the impression maybe they're, they're all farmers, cowboy kids?
2: Well, the Luke Combs phenomenon, are you a Luke fan? No. Andrew? Yeah, no, like no, he, no. He, he's not really what you'd call alt-americana, is he? He's sort of pretty um, mainstream conservative, but he's certainly appealing to the kids and he's a phenomenon, so... just this again, Chris? What is that? Appealing to, to the, the kids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> really? He's down well, ca- the kids. Ca- country and Western, if we look at wow. the increased uh, polarisation in our country of politics and so forth, no wonder Country and Western is surging. Right. Yeah, so appears. he sold out
1: kudos. This is Luke Combs, the same night the Matildas played. Correct. Yes, and yeah, so was. there was 100,000 people lurking around the joint. That's why Luttrell wasn't at the other sporting code. Yes. Yes. And,
2: and well, I mean, he was uh, obscene, uh I guess layering up as you described and then went up to McDonald Jones Stadium on the weekend How'd that go? Not so well yeah. I mean they were able to put a little highlights package together of Latrell not getting across in cover defense oh, and cover defence and not chi- not chiming into the, that, that into the back a, line
3: That was a 360 special Wow was, Braith was Look at that
2: You know, you know what it is, is It was
3: good, very good analysis actually
2: It was very good analysis I was, st- and, I was quite stunned And I also feel with Braith I'm kidding I love 360
3: They're friends of mine It's <laughs> a great yeah. show I need to fame me yeah. 10 times in the last but 5 years
2: I, I think for Braith we, we talk about conflict in the league and I just feel Braith has just been pulled in so many directions but if there was a hint of trace bitterness about always winning the rugby league week poll as the most overrated player in the I think NRL, that was it. And it was kind of like, well, all this trail talk. Let's have a look, yep. shall we? Yep. And it's sort of, uh, it's got a little bit deeper in terms of what might be happening at Heffron Parker. And,
1: and with respect to just titles being clickbait, um, I have read the word lazy many times. Mm. Uh, shotgunning. Country's music stars. Well, I mean, and then it turns out there's a bit of bitterness, there's a rift internally at South Sydney. Well, well, we don't great. know
2: any of this, but there's a lot of talk about um, obviously Jason Demetriou is a acolyte of Wayne. Right? Yes. Did you speak to Jason and your? I I
3: have yes yep. yes
2: I did. And Wayne is seen as one of the architects of player-driven culture, and so Jason has attempted to replicate that at South. And then if your players aren't driving the standards that you need, and then there becomes a concern that there's a double standard. They're saying Jason's well, not firm enough.
3: Mm, that's definitely the case. And look, yeah. this has been brewing for a while, this yeah. stuff at yeah. sounds, yeah. But, um, yeah, there's definitely been a feeling amongst some of those players that... Code, there's one set of rules for them yes with no them Co- being Cody Walker Cody and Cody and Latrell, the one
1: percenters yeah, the, yeah exactly the haves and the have nots right that's exactly right <laughs> the great right. divide in society but
3: this is the thing though so Bennett is has always and I explore this in the book that comes out September 12th yes, so yes you can the, buy a pre-order at uh, thewolfyfeed dot com. <laughs> by yeah. Andrew Webster yeah apparently um is that he's very good at balancing. He can be play favourites with the superstars right. while not pissing off the rest of the team. Right. So when when Craig Bellamy was there as an assistant to him late '90s, early two thousands, and Bellyache said to me. He said, I've never seen uh, a coach who can do that. He said, yeah. I can't do it no. as a coach. Oh, exactly, like get Bennett, that. <laughs> exactly. But Bennett, Bennett, Bennett like, would give preferential treatment yeah. to like, particularly Alan Langer yeah. and Kevin Walden. So they could walk through the door of the hotel at 8 in the morning having been out on the pierce. Not space, a word said. And, and, and it's all now yeah. for you funding Because you're going to do the same shit. It's great. Exactly. Yeah.
1: But, so he must have done that with Jamie Soward. What do you mean? Well, Sow had seemed to pick up his sort of sense he took, of worth.
3: He, he, gave, he was a father figure the to The father Sally. figure, the cuddle. He was. Yeah, he uh, was very. Was quite emotional.
1: Right. Yeah. Right.
3: Facebook. You spoke to him? Yes. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. And,
2: yeah. and then of course with the modern world in which we live, the fan base is investigated. And on the South Sydney Instagram page, after the club lost to the Raiders in round thirteen, oh. uh, a fan posted: "We had Liam Knight and Jake Host playing for us tonight." It's a wonder we didn't lose by 50 having those clowns pretending to be first graders. And that sounds
1: like a standard
2: St. George Rugby League that's, feed. That's just a standard Rugby League <laughs> post. <a> thousand, right? <laughs> you just insert the player names, yeah, you know. Yeah. And it, it yeah. just-
3: Replace host oh, with yeah. Lomax.
2: Yes, all 17 franchises. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, and this is such a risk in the modern world, Jason liked the post. Right?
3: Now, so he's come out this morning and said it was a mistake. Amazing. Now, I reckon this is plausible. Okay. Now, have you seen that before like if you got like you wake up next oh, morning yeah, look, whack, and you f- you know. look at Facebook it's That's like su- oh, such and such has accepted your friend request yeah. it's like I don't know. I, I didn't even request. I don't, I don't even know who the fuck you are. Because there was a thing circulating yesterday
2: that uh, Jason Saab had liked a particular site on Twitter, right. Called Jiggly Things. And that's right. That's right. That's a mistake as well, probably. Can
1: that happens. It yeah. does guys, happen. Do you guys get lazy enough that you actually don't read some of your social media? You just hit like, just as a perfunctory? No yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that'll, look. That'll, that'll, look. Look. That'll, that'll shut them up. But off. then but, I
3: also feel like you know. If, but if some, if if I like some comments, yeah. Then the other people underneath it are going to judge me for not liking theirs. So That's made, I'm true. All they're going
1: to scan and go, "No, it didn't give me the pleasure." It isn't the
3: modern world a unbelievably
1: amazing?
2: I have made it. I said, "You didn't like my post." I said, yeah. "I didn't see it, mate." You know,
3: so, isn't that? Isn't I, my old man does that? Like, it, oh, well, mate, did, you know, starts so talking to me about something. Like, and I go, "Dan, what the? What are you talking about?" And he goes, "Oh, didn't you see it on Facebook?" I went. No. No, I'm not sitting there scrolling, yeah, scrolling. the
2: entirety of Facebook. Losing your sleep. Exactly. Look, yeah, look, yeah. We might talk about another player changing discipline soon, but is there a possibility with Luttrell Yes. that like he just wants to live a, a different type of life? He likes Luke <laughs> yeah. Mahomes. Yeah. We know he had two prize uh, cows entered in the uh, Royal Sydney show this yes, year. Yes. Uh, tari and Ferrari, I think they were called. Yes. And is he the Tari Ferrari? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just maybe wants to be a cowboy. A-
3: and of course I think he-, he wants to be, I think he, he's he's a full time farmer. Part-time rugby league. Yeah,
1: fight. right. And then, of course, they South covered the flight to see Billy Knowles over in America for his uh, Hammy. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that a couple of hundred, hundred thousand, maybe.
2: Well, he's got his own personal physio. Yep. In paid so, for by uh, the rabbits. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's I el- mean, all we spend is a barbecue. It's
1: Elvis country, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> And Cody's
2: hanging on, you know, just hanging on, there any, on with him. <laughs> has anyone been to the Mitchell ranch lately? Has it been renamed Graceland, wait a chance? Yes, answer? that's that right. That could be something. <laughs> Great big golden fence, you know. Trailland.
3: And
1: he did have yeah, the, big, the big 10-gallon hat on, didn't he? And the big cowboy bits <laughs> while he's doing the shotgun. I mean, there's a you little know the shot shooter. Yeah. So the tide is turning, you reckon? Or he's sending very strong signals. He's going to change clubs and head up to Townsville. Right. Okay. Now we have uh, pulled apart West Tigers, so they're not in trouble, really. No, we're good. No, you're good. Okay. Uh, so, George Illawarra. We oh, there's
3: th- a club that there- can. <laughs> <we're laughs>
1: like. I want to ask you, um, particularly Andrew, um, is Flano the guy? Is he going to be uh, a, a valuable?
3: I've had I've had numerous uh, flip flops. No, just fallouts with uh, Flano. Have you? Yes. Okay. So, Strangely, around that Asada investigation, it yeah, didn't seem things have been strained <laughs> since then. Since then, hasn't been great. He's
1: not a man to forget or forgive.
3: No, no. And some of the uh, some of the stink eyes he's giving me at um, <laughs> press conferences and various functions over here suggest he's not happy at all. He's never resorted to, to physical. No, 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 no. God no. It hasn't fronted right right. up to you, shirt no, fronted you, Tony would you, say. No. Um, <laughs> but as soon as he, and like I was, I resisted Anthony Griffin. Because I didn't think it was going to be the right move. And how right were you? Oh, p- 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 <laughs> too right. Have you got? A, a, a Unfortunately, feeling... I was right.
1: Yes, you were. But
3: I, when it got too like we missed out on rolls and yeah. you know, I think. So we I went. So when they said there. it was going to be Flannery, I went. You know what? Shut I, up! I can't blue with my club any more than I have for the last five or six years. It's killing my joy of. You're reporting fandom. on the game, yeah, yeah. And it's a problem being a fan and also a reporter. Yeah. So I actually just picked up the phone to him. and I said, "Let's just draw a line in the sand, Flano, and start again." And he said, "I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. Good, straight talk go. guy." So yeah, I yeah, think be, yeah. I think he'll be good. Yeah, yeah. Because he's going to coach him. He's got all. But yeah. he seems he's, to be. He seems to be. Um, he's
1: got an ego, obviously. Um, he wants to win. Yes. Yeah. And so he's already going out and looking to. Obviously, the hard part is putting together the team you want or you can work with.
3: I know. It's funny how Ben Hunt is like. Flanner seems to be saying publicly that Hunt's staying and Ben Hunt's not really saying, saying any- anything. No, that no. concerns me yeah. a bit. Particularly when yeah, they yeah, just got yeah, rid of yeah. um, Sullivan. But Flanner will but make I'm some sure quick tough to say Because they're the dragons. It, it the all works dra- out in <laughs> the end as we've seen <laughs> for the last 13 years. Just
2: a Hook, and he's now in his new role as a commentator in Fox. And,
3: and I've got to say... <laughs> How enlightening has it been? Mm.
2: And do you also? <laughs> How smart is he? And Unbelievable. Do you think the producers are going? We need you to be more vivacious because of vibe. It's that, like that twelfth man tape. It's, <laughs> it's incredible.
3: Ian Chapel saying to Greg yeah, Chappell, yeah, yeah. "You're know, going to keep it up, vibrant." Yeah, exactly right. Is, is it Rockhampton? Where's he? Townsville? No. Where's he oh, he's Rocky Boyd. Rockhampton. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's got that tone, hasn't
3: he? I don't. Get, it's inspiring. Inspiring. <laughs> it's interesting though. <laughs> isn't and and it? would you put Steve Price in the inspiring sort of category as well? Steve Price, a good guy. <laughs> Yep.
2: Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. What you don't realise is. Look the at these leading questions. No, you know, I go,
3: I'm going to see clickbait it, headlines it, it, so I'm it, popping it, it, up.
2: It's not that, Andrew. He's actually looking for some sort of collegiate camaraderie here, right? Oh, yeah. no, man, I
3: hear you. But, but, it been it's arms. been painted, it's been Walking. You know what? You know what gets me right. I still remember. I, I remember 2018. Things started going well. Yes. And they had that that, that ANZAC Day game yeah. at um, at the old football, old stadium. football stadium. Yep. And I, the press box is right next to the home team. and It was the Dragons' home game. Right. So Mary was right there in the in one in one corner of the box, and I'm right in the corner of the press box, and we're looking at each other through and we're glass, s- through the glass, yeah. and we. are Bashing the window, looking at each other and pointing, and we're playing. What are the other well, journalists saying to that? Go shut up! <laughs> <laughs> it's but but that was the day I went. Like the forwards are pushing each other out of the way to get the ball. Yes, you know they were so yes, keen. Yes. Then they had Origin, and it's just been a faceplant ever, ever seen since. Face plant. The scar tissue is the scar tissue is
2: so bad. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember there was that movie FJ Holden many 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 yes, years yes. ago, and there's a the scene where the, the main character's father. They're in the RSL having dinner, and the father goes. Look at those people over there. They're not locals. They're benefiting off us, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I went down to Wynn Stadium with Stephen and our audio producer, MASH and Josh Begley, to see them and, take and on the Warriors. Before you describe
1: it, we, we, we old Dragons fans, or Saints fans, as we call ourselves, uh, we believe that Illawarra is so used to losing or not used to winning that often they don't fire up much. Right. guy oh, here we go, we're going to lose again, Do you know? Well, it, it, but
3: we're... It, we're we get angry. We're the red V. Yeah, we stand we're, for something. We it, it, it had to be
2: said. It was just after. Not 100. in
3: my lifetime, but we stood for something. <laughs> it,
2: it was the first game after Hunt announced he wanted to release it, and the crowd couldn't even bother to boo him. <laughs> no, right?
1: there was no response but, at all. But
2: we had Warriors fans in the corporate enclosure that we were kindly, courtesy of Andrew. Jolly, Gordon, very large guest ones. Of. And Ferris is there as the Warriors are layering up as DWZ scores another try, and he's got his arms. If look at them, I then, actually poked them in they're the not gang. members. They shouldn't even be allowed to be <laughs> in
1: this area. And the wounds are very deep. They knew, though. They knew their position. <laughs> 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 and our no, next question, of course, yes. is uh, now that uh, there's been some changes, uh, the shadowy figures in the admin area of St. George at Andrew Andrew <laughs> Lancaster's <laughs> moving to the top spot. Any thoughts about how that might be uh, played with by Flano? Do you think he'll be the person who can take over the team without the admin getting in the road? Mm-hmm. You
3: know the man a mm. bit better than I
2: <laughs> Happens, so this is the inside the ten effect. You're now not answering the hard issues.
3: <laughs> I think so. I, I I've met Andrew Lancaster a few times. Also, tr- it's also tricky because he's also on the nine board. Mm-hmm. Ah, of course he is. Yeah, yeah it makes a it gosh. Tri- yeah. Gee, you put He's quite the juggling act. <laughs> it's, a,
2: it's a small audience, Andrew. It's I know. A, no, 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 I'm,
3: no, But he'll get there. Okay. Um, I think Pete, Well, as soon as I knew the Doust was okay with Flanagan. Yeah. Um, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I think because he had to. Yeah, he had, he had to get over a hump, didn't he? Yeah, he didn't want him there at all because he's a shark's guy.
2: Well, we had a theory that Peter received a, a message that the board was meeting was being held somewhere else, and that was how it was unanimous because he go. actually wasn't there. There so you that, go, that's right. That might be one of the theories. I think
3: I'm, I'm waiting for the re oust doused <laughs> <laughs> Re in the corner. Yeah, just stick it in there. Re yeah. oust I, I love Step Down McGregor
2: because that sort of had a sort of a funky feel to it. Down. What Down What's the banner <laughs> Yes, Plano? yes. Shane Payne. Shane Payne. Yeah, Shane.
3: Oh, I'm feeling the so, Shane day. I think I saw a Honk of Your Horn be on the pill. Peel- <laughs> Honestly. I mean, meaning for years to go down and actually just interview all those gibberish. Those say, guys. Where did, the, where did this come from?
2: Oh, I, we, we, I, when the <laughs> thing was and they were banned uh, from Cogra, I interviewed the George, the guy who was the main um, protagonist there, and they weren't banned by St George. They were banned by the council because the Shane. council actually oh. runs... The, the, yeah, of course. And if there's anything you know about Cogra Council or whatever their proper appellation is, they're just against free speech down there. They there's
3: are. No well, I, I, do you know that I've spoken to Peter about Oust Doust. He was mm. thinking about getting shirts sure. on. up.
1: Did he? Was he? Because that's human.
2: you got to own it. At my, times. At times. My sure. mate who's now wrestling in the WWE is Grayson Waller. His Australian wrestling name was Matty Wahlberg. And he was uh, a contestant on Champions versus Challengers. In, Another Wahlberg. Yeah, an Australian yeah. survivor. And they had. Uh, Challenge that the ch- the Challengers had won, not the Champions. And so he was doing a bit of wrestling smack talk, going, Champions A, eh? Champions A. Eh? And Abby from the AFL was in the champions and she said under her breath but of course mic'd up to another character he is an actual idiot an and actual within a week he's got Matty walberg actual idiot oh, t-shirts so you've fantastic. got to own it. can
1: we do a bit of a scan across some of the other teams moment i saw something the other night and you know when we were all discussing is that a rule what's the rule you know like we, we'll talk about reuben garrick in a minute and that uh, supposedly dangerous tackle or <laughs> not but uh during that particular chooks and eels game um bailey simonson the ball went and hit him in the chin and then bounced forward, and then was picked up again. Then they scored a try. I'm sitting there saying there's a I know a knock-on. It's got to come off the hands and the arms. But surely, surely, common sense says no. that's a knock-on with your chin. No,
3: no. play it's on your head. It's a falcon. Yeah. <laughs> it's a frontal falcon. <laughs> I think that's the proper term for right. it. Right, and no. I'm thinking, is that a
1: place where people with big chins could develop? Oh God!
2: Well, if Nathan, Cleary. Oh, Nathan Cleary and Liam Cleary. Knight it would be Gaz. terrific. Mark Gas is
1: going to make a comeback.
2: That's it's it. the same with the the Jay Leno effect. <laughs> the, the, it's the same with Probably the. he have got three chins.
1: Three
3: chins.
2: Could use with, that. Yeah. With the Joey Atkins uh, try in the Newcastle South game, apparently the ref has discretion to go. Even though it hit me, they would have scored. Therefore, I'm entitled to award it. Mm. Apparently. Oops. And given the – it's, it's a
1: duopoly now, it's, it's, it's Brisbane and Penrith, do you think the Warriors have got a chance to upset the
3: <sighs> Well, barrel look, I think Penrith will win the comp. Yeah. I've backed the Broncos to win the comp, so I hope they do win the comp. Okay. And the Warriors, you don't know. No, They no. just seem to be a little bit – they're starting to fray a the, little the bit. The foundation's mm. a bit yeah, shaky. Yeah, yeah, they they, they don't don't
2: like. gave their uh, left edge all the trouble it could handle. Yeah,
3: I know. Yeah. They just seem a little bit um, – I just wonder when it all starts yeah. heating up. Given you've, it's a weird the... comp though. I reckon it's a really strange, it strange end of the. I love how it might be South Roosters' last round <laughs> it's again. Really just destroyed. Do you remember each other. last year? Oh, the was game there.
1: before, and then getting the, the first one Both back. Both of them, yeah. Woo! First games at the New uh, We All into each other. Uh, Allianz. Oh, I saw you there.
3: Yeah, that's you were, right. You were
1: DJing there. That's right. Hey, talking about DJs, did we hear a DJ take my tunes, which I'm happy about?
2: Uh, yeah, so uh, I was at Combank Stadium for the Dolphins versus the Tigers. To put in context,
1: In the Stone by Earth, Wind, and Fire is a, a, a song that m-
2: no DJ plays. They just don't do it. It's not Seven Nation Army, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought,
1: is that is that In the Stone? It is, and it was, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, and they dropped In the Stone in yeah. homage to you because people respect <laughs> what you do. And again, they're pushing back. Uh, I, I'm waging a, almost a personal war, Andrew, that uh, Sweet Caroline. Uh, the horses and your the voice should be banned in and perpetuity. Seven and oh, seven, honestly, seven army. honestly, seven
3: nation company. army. Like any, every team has adopted it. Yeah. Every boxer, boxing. Remember that? Oh, a, stop it! Yeah, I'm had enough. It's you know, it's one riff. <laughs>
1: I just get Lou Reed in. You know, <laughs> we'll be back in a minute with uh, Andrew Webster here and Chris Gummer, Stephen Ferris here on fire up. Stay with us, please. <laughs> Welcome back to Fire Up, and in honour of our chief sports writer at uh, the Sydney Morning Herald, we have covered a little bit of AFL, a little bit of uh, uh, the soccer, as we call it.
2: We've got more Matildas to come and to. We want to talk.
1: you, Chris, want to really break rank here?
2: Well, first of all, Stephen, I just want to uh, back announce the song, of course, was for Latrell Mitchell. It's Wild West Hero by oh. Electric Orchestra. In whose
1: eyes, not the other South players?
2: No, but uh, I think that's where he wants to be, out on the desert plains. Not in Palm Springs right now, though, which is actually flooded. I was there four weeks ago and it was 50 degrees. That's a bit sad, isn't it? It's not good. Yeah, beautiful town. But uh, we were requested uh, by a very influential person a few weeks ago, Andrew, to back off rugby union. The joke that we don't know what rugby union is is getting tired. But we can't. We've got to go with our rugby union quote of the week. So, it's a crowded field this week. I mean, one would obviously go to current Wallabies coach, Eddie Jones, who at the end of his press conference said, thanks yes. for the worst press conference I've ever had in world rugby. Well done, boys. That is the worst I've ever seen. Forget it, boys. You ought to give yourself uppercuts, boys. Andrew, have you ever felt like giving yourself an uppercut? After I, I've, a been,
3: I've had similar um, – I feel like giving myself an uppercut. Daily.
1: Daily. Um, but
3: I remember when I interviewed I called Eddie when I oh, two thousand and five and his response was, Oh you're that Webster, aren't you? <laughs> you're you're a bit of, you're a smart ass, mate. <laughs> yeah, you're a smart ass. <laughs> really? Yeah, good on you mate. Yeah, so he's got good. a pretty streak has of, he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He can be quite sensitive.
2: Yeah. I've noticed. Yeah, okay. But no, that's it's not it's the quote of the week. And you think it might be the statement from Rugby Australia in wake of the social media protest by the Wallaroos who said that they're being appallingly funded compared to the Wallabies and look what's happening in other sports such as the football with the Matildas. And rugby came back and said, we're taking steps towards a fully professional future for the Wallaroos. Investing more broadly in women's rugby, nation, rugby across national and community competitions, but we admit we've got a way to go. Right, has that not crossed the line? You know, when there's certain issues in sport that people don't want, don't care about, and there's an
1: issue that goes into 60 minutes or 7:30 report or one of those, and it's about funding, and you've done it, funding for female sports or yes. soccer.
3: We all got sucked into, got the sucked into funding it, stories, world, the, the yeah. and it's like, and oh, you know, here what, we and go. government funding yeah. for sport is such a such a messy issue.
1: Yeah, I. Correct me if I'm wrong, because mm. you're the journalist, mm. uh, writer. Mm. Uh, that Published. The, the men's last <laughs> Seeker of truth, FIFA yeah. World Cup actually drew in $6 billion, and this women's won $440 million. And on a percentage basis, the players yes. in the women's co were, were paid 20%, but the men's were 7%. Yeah.
3: So- Broad, broadcast. Their broadcast. Revenue for the for the women's World Cup was nowhere near that they had. No. The, they had really struggled because of the time difference. Because where it's, where it's getting played, ah. but, but that's it's a game changer. It's a game, Have you ever seen the term game changer? Never. Yeah. Ever. Ever.
2: ever. Yeah. I, had, I, I had I had one of those around my knees when I had the knee replacements. Yeah. Um, but that's Ooh. not the Rugby Union quote of the week. The Rugby Union quote of the week does come from Eddie Jones with the attack coach of the Wallabies, Brad Davis, leaving the organisation, and the announcement <laughs> no. of Jaime himself, Jason Ryles as the new attack coach for the Wallabies. Eddie Jones says we will be improved. Approved. That is the rugby union quote of the week. And
1: talking of a man who was a, cro- a code hopper across, uh, Sonny Bill Williams. You ever spoken to Sunny Bill Williams? Yes, yeah. many times. Lovely fellow. Big unit. Big unit. <laughs> we'll talk about uh, Pango and that mob in a minute, right? Yeah. <laughs> talk about big units and, and and where they go to earn their living. Uh, Sunny Bill manages though with his brothers, quote unquote, to sort of lend a lot of support, and they do need a bit of support, right? Now, don't they? Uh, Pangai, Tavita.
2: Yeah, so T- Tavita's uh, uh, decided to step away from his contract with Canterbury Bankstown and take up boxing for. So time. he said,
1: I never liked it in the first place. I M- know,
3: isn't it well, refreshing? You know what? I'm not that big on it either at times. <laughs> you got rugby league, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but he's testing out. my patience. <laughs> but it, I, I, I'm sympathetic to him. It's no different to, you know, mum and dad, you're playing the violin, right? Yes, yes. Like, We've had a look at you, son. You're playing footy. And he goes, Well, mum and dad, I don't really want to yeah, get right. out there. Get out there. And you get,
3: like, get out is there. Is and 800,000 a year. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: give it back to your family. But isn't that what they said about joining the Mormons or joining the, you know, the, you know, the, Churches of God botherers or whatever, <laughs> family. It's a family thing, right?
3: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so he was led in by family. But I, thought, I, I just want to know though. Yeah. Well, but Nick Kyrgios said the same thing about tennis. Yeah. What's right. the difference? What's the oh difference? look, look. Yes. You, know, you know the whole thing. Yeah. There you go. There's a meeting in the minds. Nick Kyrgios said <laughs> to Vita Bango Jr. They should do a podcast together. Well, and but I but I get like I get it. I get it. There's a lot of players out there, I reckon, who who don't you know live and breathe the game like totally. Rugby. Yeah, totally. For sure, but also. I would just wonder, though, when Wayne Bennett goes to sign him to the Dolphins at the end of next year after his boxing career falls flat on its arse. Yes. Like, what happens then? Like, mm, are you in love with the game? I'm, I'm back in love.
2: You see yeah. It? You, you can fall back in love with the
3: game. It is.
2: Yeah, yeah. Fickle, it is a fickle mistress. Cruel mistress. It is a cruel. <laughs> and, and Redcliffe can come <laughs> out with the, the merch, We Got pangai
1: yeah, We Got pangai We Got exactly. Pangai. So he goes, uh, it was my family as to why I joined rugby League because as a big Polynesian unit, that's what you're supposed to do. As opposed to quantum physics, for example, or psychiatry, whatever. Yeah. So now he's going. I'm going to follow my new family, my kids,
3: and look after them in fighting. By boxing. Fighting and family. By building the shit. Not a big people. move, really, is it, Andy? It's not I like don't know. a like sideways look, I, I don't shift. No, no, no. I've seen how many footballers have really made it in boxing. Chalk. Chalk.
1: Sure, but they're probably all earning more money than it. I am.
3: Yeah, but I mean, but look at look at how Chalk's finished. You know. Well, he gave it away, didn't he? The well, a he Finally. Yeah. Yeah, like at the age... I think he's about 46, yeah, I think he, he gave it away. Real. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's No, a, no, I mean he gave his money away. Oh, he, he gave, gave his, his money away. He's always tapped on the
1: shoulder by he the cousins and the brothers and the mothers and the aunties. He didn't give
3: it to me. didn't give it to you? No. Get on well? I got on well with Chalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, right. I remember I, I saw um, the person who gave it away the most. I interviewed Manny Pacquiao in Manila. All right. of his Jeff Fawn fight. And I, there was a sparring session, like, in the middle of nowhere. And there's the line of people to come in and he's Manny's Manny. ha- handler, just handing out the hundreds. Is that right? The US wow. hundred, just to people? The US hundreds to people. Wow,
1: that's a sight. Mm.
3: Jesus Christ. I didn't think as a travelling journalist, I should have got in the line. No.
2: <laughs> and I was going to say, that wasn't your experience when you turned <laughs> but, up to do this show, no, was it? No, no, no. no you no. out of the line. Yeah, yeah right. Okay.
1: Uh, I don't know whether we want to go near Payne Haas. Look, well, the troubles, that he, how does a man the like train, that keep
3: focus? But He does. He does. He is one of those, he's one of those players like a Joey or a Sam Burgess who just drops all the bullshit at the sideline and then goes out and wow plays the house down. Now, I've interviewed him before a few times, Payne. He's a pretty impressive kid. Is he? He is the biggest human I've ever seen. Biggest human you've ever seen? He's, he is, he is <laughs> a big guy. So, yeah. so, so I'll tell you what, I'll give you insight into what Payne's like. Please. I was supposed to interview him in Brisbane. I was going to fly up and he cancelled and said, look, I'm staying in Newcastle. They played the Knights on the... On the Friday night, he said, oh, "I'm in Newcastle." He said, "What are your bank details? I'll, I'll, I'll reimburse you for the flight." Right. Ah. Oh. And I said, "It's a Westpac account." Five three nine. But he, no, it's like, I said, mate. Wow. Sorry, I'm pretty sure Channel Nine can cover the yeah, yeah. you know the cancelled flight. Has, but yeah. he was prepared to pay for the flight. Good on him. Yeah, that says a okay. lot about him, I think. So just to we tell you. I don't I haven't had a footballer say that before. No, I haven't had a person say that before. <laughs> no. Cap I mean, fare from Fire Up? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Light rail. Something? Light rail. <laughs> uh,
1: you know, we know about his mum, you know, tragedy of the highest order. Um, manslaughter, di de- etc. cetera. Hey? Charges. 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 Charges, of course. Charges. Okay. Police charges. Uh, yeah. 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 I know. The, the, yeah, okay. Um, and then, of course, there's the brother recently, Zita. Yep. Uh, who was uh, caught with, I think, 20 kilogram of meth. Allegedly. In the car. Allegedly. Allegedly, yes, that's right.
3: Was <laughs> that the same brother who had a who od would
2: Damn. No, there is one brother that's gone who I think he was... Yeah, yeah. He'd- but, but didn't, another an
3: one I, didn't another one do? I oh, think it was him. Yeah, it, right. That
2: was him. And then Khalees is playing for the Titans and did the handcuffs gesture on the weekend. That's right. No, he scored it's, the tri- it's a nice gesture, isn't so, it? So, I mean, Haas is interesting. All the narrative was around, you know, I want to go somewhere where, where I can win a premiership while the Broncos are on top of the table. So mm. it kind of makes sense. And he's actually said, I'm doing it for my family, mm. not his family, also his original family, because the legal fees will be through the roof. But uh, he his manager has come out, Armand Murphy and said, Payne, uh, Payne said no to a three year, two million dollars a year contract. Are we to believe that? No. No.
3: But you know I don't get it. like <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> but I mean he's signed for what exactly what they offered him yep. a year ago. Yeah. So what was all that about?
1: Yeah. It's do you feeding the beast? Do you have <laughs> yeah. sort of fascinations, you know, like HG oil and grubs and stuff? Do you have sort of like fo- little foibles in some of the players? What do you mean? Quirks, things you hate, things you love. In certain players. Well I saw Jordan Rapana the other day. Twice, coming in with the feet, much like Billy Slater did.
3: He, they, he does have that in him, doesn't he?
1: does have that in him. Don't. Oh, or teams, I, the teams who you hate. do
3: I hate? Are you allowed to say that? All of them, all of them, 16 of them equally, and then there's the Dragons. Who I <laughs> hate the most. Who carries a lot of baggage, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Well, I was going to, as we sort of uh, hurdle towards the end of our uh, show, Andrew, it's been great to have you on. It was very good of you to disclose that you weren't dealing with the Transport issues as I was after the Matildas game last Wednesday because you helicoptered out to the. I know, I know. That's really know. good.
3: Yeah, that's good.
2: But I, I think Who it's th-
3: helicopters. I, I stupidly put it in a, in my column. Yeah, and, uh, people, and people thought it was, yeah. it was true. So that's why I go, that's how I get out to the Olympic Park by a helicopter. And,
2: and, and, and I think it's, along with all the
3: other yeah. uh, all the other emails calling me a sexist pig because I was writing about football. Because if you don't write about women's football, then
2: Right. And you were yeah. with Luttrell, right?
3: Yeah, that's Same right. I was about. doing shotguns with Luttrell <laughs> in the back of the chopper. Yeah. Yeah. Not even Cody got <laughs> no, that. <yeah.
2: laughs> and, and I... It's a click within a click. I, I hate to do gotcha journalism, but I've taken umbrage with something you wrote in your column. Okay. So if I read your own words oh, back good. to you Why about you the don't you write the another angry email? Here we go. A,
3: yeah.
2: uh, this is Andrew about the Matillas. Both our national team and this World Cup generally rise above the whiny conversations that dominate <laughs> men's codes. <laughs> It rises above the daily soap opera about correct. referees, yeah, player movements correct. and cranky post-match comments from coaches uh, looking to divert attention from themselves. The agenda, the agendas, the anger, the hate. That's our show, Andrew.
3: I'm aware. And yeah, yeah. Hey, don't worry, I've made a whole career out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just for one, two weeks... Finally, I didn't have to write about it. It was great.
2: Yeah. The existential threat we face now as a result of the Matildas is yeah. just overwhelming us.
3: Just you, Ga- you know what? Because it's a game changer. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Can I just say, you the did go to changed. the game? Hey? You,
1: you went to the game? No. No, okay. No. What was the experience like, Chris, compared to, say, the grand final or state of origin?
2: Well, the semi-final against the English, yes. and I ran into Paddy Richards out of the Tigers. And, and
1: didn't we say that the English are becoming more Melbourne than Melbourne? Yeah, yeah. Melby. Yeah, there's belly in there
2: somewhere. And... <laughs> and Pat said, when Sam Kerr scored the equalising goal... That was an incredible goal. He said, I've never experienced noise in a crowd like that. And he said, my wife mentioned to me that I did score a try in the 2005 grand final, and there was a bit of noise around that. But uh, I have to say, I enjoyed the final more because you don't have skin in the game. I wanted Spain to win, and you sort of got the enormity of the that?
1: Why did Australia go up against England? Because they beat us in the game before? Is that why it was a colonial thing? What do you mean? It was a
2: draw, Stephen. They have a thing in tournaments where... Depending on your success, you end up playing teams progressively and you get no, a but I think
1: generally the
3: it was, oh we're going for Spain.
2: Oh well, yeah, why in the final Fine, yeah. oh, well, oh. Well, that's, that's easy to answer <laughs> how, how I long it. you got?
3: I'm back to England so yeah. did yeah. you yeah I was going okay. <laughs> but no but then the win the emotional you know if but then the upside is that they lost so yes know, that sort of counter the fact I lost a 100 on them <laughs> The way you summarise that's it. That's how I bet. That's how I bet. I always back the Roosters <laughs> yeah. in the Anzac Day game because I want the Dragons yeah, to win so much. You win both But ways. if so, when the Dragons inevitably lose, yeah. at least I get a little yeah. bump yeah. in my it's, it's better cap. It's a buffer. I've worked out punting. That's a, I've worked that, it out. That's a, t- that's a tipping comp mentality, isn't it? <laughs> yes, that's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> which I'm coming last to. Uh Okay, now one
1: last couple of things. I think that with FIFA... Uh, you know inevitably people go oh look! it's not like the men they don't dive they don't do the heroics when they're on the ground holding their ankle and their head some of those
3: french girls i reckon were were, there was a bit of bit of staging right
1: so there was an english girl who went down apparently she had a bit of blood on her forehead apparently Mm. we couldn't see it it wasn't Mm. like an open gas or anything yes and uh, she went down and a little bit of blood got on her pants and there was like a Nearly a ten-minute stoppage. Am I actually exaggerating that, Chris? I was no, no. A, and, and of course, for God's sake, just put on a stretcher and get her off. You know. And
2: I, and I guess uh, football culture globally means that what happens when you're actually at the stadium is you don't see any replays other than just the goals, right. right? You don't see any fouls or whatever. Right. So when she was down being attended, she could have been having a cardiac arrest as far as we knew. Everybody we had no knew information. she wasn't, right? Yeah. You see closely. It was really strange.
1: So they said, oh, yeah, she's got a bit of a cut on her head. So they took forever to get the bandage, bandage it up, you know. And then someone said, oh, the pants. They're looking at the pants, showing showing their own pants. So what's going on here? So they had to run on a. Pair of pants Two pairs of pants to see if they were going to fit her while she was on the ground thinking, well, this would be fun seeing if she can change in front of a billion people, you know. But you, no, 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 they, you know, she you, gets up and walks off and changes her pants.
2: So you don't think that really sells the game uh, for people? Not who... really. So if you you're
3: to... you never see these sort of stoppages in rugby league, and no. all that, would you? Can I bring no. up the great Mick Devere? Yes. May I please?
1: Sure. Yeah, I think you wrote about it once.
3: Many, many years ago. So we're Me- talking about the stapler, yeah? State of origin, I think it was 2000. 2000- That's not a new Melbourne Storm tackling technique, the stapler. The stapler. <laughs> about- Staple gator. John, John Orchard, the, the New South Wales doctor.
1: So, game one, 2003, uh, he is dead set wanting to stay on the field. Mm. He gets a great big gash. It's bigger than anybody's ever seen in their life. And so what happens is, as you say, Ted, Ted Mulry runs out. Uh, what's his <laughs> Ted, name? Ted Mulry. You know, the trainer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, uh, Ronnie Palmer.
1: Ronnie, Palmer. Ronnie,
2: Palmer.
1: <laughs> Ronnie Palmer's there. The Cougar. He, he runs out <laughs> humming, jump in my car. He's looking at Mick going, yeah, I can sing a song, but I'm not going to. And then, as you said, Dr. John Orchard runs out with in his hands a stapler. A stapler. An actual hardware newsagent stapler. And I he goes, Right, on, mate, we'll fix this. And he goes, Bang, bang. And maybe may have been three, I'm not sure if it was two or three. And then the stapler got caught. It didn't come out properly. He's going, well, if, just get rid of that so I can get playing. Because all he said, quote, unquote, that was hanging loose to slavery. It's a lot of tape. And on we go, to be honest, I was half in
3: Disneyland. Not surprising, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, the best part of that story was that John Orchard at the bonding session in that New South Wales camp was full of drink and was, I've written this so we won't get upset, but he's like, he's like, it doesn't hurt. And he was like doing it to a <laughs> Demonstrating. He was showing. Right, it was, okay. It was, it was a... It was a, it was a Dry run So here he was his chance at fame. Exactly. Worldwide
1: fame. Yeah, and then Des Hasler's got the staple. And I'm thinking about Vegas here. Yes. Andrew. Oh, that's what. <laughs> it's one of the great selling points that, that's that gonna, nobody
3: can touch. If anything's going to get all that crowd that were there for Super Bowl to stay <laughs> for a month, it's, it's that. It's, it's the use of the stapler. Forget
1: Crow,
2: forget Jackman. Live stapling.
1: Right. So there's, there's Johnny Orchard going. I thought he was probably going to patch it up uh, or tape it up. Next thing, I pull out a staple gun. And he goes, the trainer says, hold still. Bang, 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 staple gun. Pain wasn't over yet, not by a long shot. Because he's trying to do it quickly, he got the staple stuck in my head and prolonged it and made it worse. Okay, do you think that's gory? It says, and then the Staple gun takes a on in front of 50,000 people and a couple of million watching, epitomising the toughness of origin. There we go, the, the Vegas yeah, touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then it says, somehow, through all that, a couple of years later, the moment of gore, Desi Hazel, the coach of Miami, somehow ended up with a staple in question. He actually bought it to me, got it signed in Origin Camp. <laughs> so the stapler's got its own life, and then I think it went to a charity auction. It
3: did. It did. I think it was on the wall at the old uh, D.Y. hotel.
2: Wow. Yeah, it's right. mm. worth a pilgrimage. Okay. If that's not no, in no, the... No, it's gone now. That part mm. It's got to be in the ad, surely. But the hems? Knocked it down? Get the stapler.
1: And I believe we've got a bit of a, a post-media report, Mash. Can we have a listen? Lindsay Collins.
0: Oh, he's like be? a machine, isn't he? He saved, like, three tries. <laughs> he saved the one over there as well. Mr. Gilmore's jacket down there. <laughs> Mr. Larson, <laughs> is that his name? He's a freak, mate. He's a freak in nature. He likes... um. He puts
1: avocado seeds up his ass. I'm telling you. And that's, what, that's his secret. That's what he reckons anyway. I'll be taking a leaf out of Lindsay
2: Collins. I'm going to get a kilo of
3: avocado seeds. <laughs> <laughs> it begs a lot of questions, does it? Uh, well, it's Joey's ass, so it would probably require that amount of avocado seeds. He, he,
2: did, he did on the Sunday <laughs> for like show, ass. so he'd have to take the biggest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. What, uh,
3: what does that mean? What I don't know. That about? God knows. Is, that a, is it like a sexual I, performance I, thing? Or? I don't know. Is it a Victor Radley personal what? thing? I don't know. Yeah.
1: Is it a health thing? I don't know. It's is been it moisturising? Well, you know
3: what? The way the avocados go off so quickly, what other purpose do they have?
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and do the trainers and,
1: have to scour the field, and the greenskeepers, <laughs> and, and look, pick
2: right up right the... You know, and, and the prices. <laughs> the, the price <laughs> the <college laughs> is... Pain. Look, I don't know what's going on with Victor. Because he's a
3: freak of nature. He's an interesting character. He's had a tough Yeah. Oh, he's had a great year. Yeah, he's had a great year. Great year, year. But, um, what's the actor Fred he
1: doesn't, Gwynn? He looks like Fred Gwynn, doesn't he?
3: Um, he doesn't really... I've just... I don't notice much of a personality there no, in the interviews. No, yeah. no, no. He's, he's notorious amongst the media for being... Um, what's the word? Tricky? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. The, I think with the diplomatic Tricky. Word. tricky. It's tricky. a kind of a reverse Dorian <laughs> Gray thing with Lindsay. The more he looks like Homer Munster, the better he plays. That's right. He that's does, what I was thinking, yeah, Fred Gwynn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who of course, mm. did Herman Munster. Big big foreign. Yeah, and Victor Radley himself has had a tough year, yeah. and, I mean, he's feeling the heat because Latrell now has equaled him on nine career syndians. I know. And that's, I know. that's a mantle that you really you want to be wearing.
1: Is yeah. that right? <laughs> so we're all on Latrell watch, are we? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Victor yeah. Radley is also a man of concern. Uh, thanks very much, Andrew, for your time today. The book comes out September 12th.
3: Show me the title one more time. The Wolf You Feed. The Wolf oh, You Feed. That title is great. Not hungry like the wolf. Yeah. The Wolf You Feed. And I'm very
1: sad there's no launch, but uh, we'll be... Uh, well, you you bought the book. I'll be buying the book. Well,
2: the next time that uh, hopefully you join us again, Andrew, it's been a thrill having you, I'll read both, If These Wolves Were Talking and The Wolf
3: And give Cameron another go. <laughs> give Cameron <laughs> read another... Read it a second buy time? It, yes.
1: <laughs> Jesus, you a-
3: Or buy it a second time.
1: <laughs> you, you get a long Christmas break, Chris. Buy it a second
2: time and read it a second time. Okay, gotcha.
0: Fire up. Over and out. <laughs>
3: So tune in again next week when
0: we invite a veritable breadline of nobodies and wannabes to flesh out another rip-snotting round of rugby league shenanigans, slander and smut right here at the home of radio's most fatuous footy confab. Fire!